Hello, and welcome to another episode of Piecing the Parsha Together. We attempt to understand the structure of the weekly Parsha. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Re'e. It's also Erev Rosh Chodesh Elul. Parsha's Re'e is the first Parsha in Sefer Tavarim that really gets a lot of mitzvahs. And unlike perhaps Parsha Shoftim, where it's kind of clear, we'll talk about next week, what the mitzvah, what the focus of the mitzvah is perhaps in Parsha's are it's a little less focused. However, I actually think that after looking at the last three Parshios of Safer Devarim, that we actually have a bit more clarity. At the outset, I first approached this Parsha thinking that the real question was Kashrus. Reminded of a conversation that I heard many, many years ago from my Rebbe Zechron of Rachel of Sheftel Neuberger, uh, that Parsha's Re'e really focuses on Yerushalayim. And somebody asked, and what, what about Kashrus? He said, yeah, that has to do with Yerushalayim also. Uh, it wasn't said on the week of Parshas Re'eh, I don't think. And at the time, I don't think anyone asked him to elaborate, and he did not elaborate. And perhaps I, if I had thought about it, I might have said, oh, if it ever becomes an issue, I would just ask him. And unfortunately, I cannot. But what I would like to do is perhaps attempt to offer an answer to this question. And that is as follows. The Parsha starts at the very end, it seems to me, the end of Moshe's three Parsha long, going into the fourth Parsha, Moser Shmuz, uh, rebuke session of B'nai Yisrael. And um, the Parsha opens with the words, Re'eh, Anochi nosein levnechem hayom bracha uklala. See, I've uh, placed before you today a bracha and a klala. The Sephorno on the word re says that we should look and we should see that there is no middle ground when it comes to the Jewish people. Either you have in front of you today bracha or klala, two extremes. The bracha is hatzlacha, more than necessary. And then the Klala says you lose everything. So the Sorno tells us at the outset of this Parsha, Moshe's words, Ben Israel should take heed of everything perhaps that's been set up until this point in time and realize that we don't have any middle ground. You might have other nations of the world, other countries that are not good, not bad, Sort of middle. You have world leaders, perhaps, in the world today, if you look around. You might have developing nations. You have countries that are okay. Not great. And the Swano says that is not something that is the lot of B'nai Israel ever. We are a nation of extremes. And it occurs to me, based on the fact that we, I think, Akev, 
I recall the opening words when we said last week, Akib was like, okay, now we're in Eretz Yisrael, and here are the missiles we need to perform once we get into Eretz Yisrael. Maybe there was a question about the immediate nature of some of those things versus more long-term. But I think that what we see is that the focus on B'nai Israel being a unique nation, being a distinguished nation, it's not surprising that we would end up needing to be in our own space for that to happen, that there might be a space in the world, Eretz Yisrael, that is uniquely suited for B'nai Israel to carry out their unique mission. Again, a mission that has extremes, extreme success or extreme failure. And I wonder if that perhaps is a more appropriate way to look at the Parsha. Yes, if you look at this Parsha, it mentions in the early Aliyahs that Hashem Talks about bringing Korbanos to a certain place, the place that he chooses. I remember looking this up one year. The word Yivchar, choosing, appears many t- several times in Parsha Sre'e. And I think it appears in Parsha Sre'e more than other, any other place in Tanakh. I don't remember the exact, uh, you know, the count in the Concordancia. So the focus on place. So yes, that is true. And talk about the fact that you can't bring Korbanos outside of Yerushalayim. Outside of the base of Migdash. And it will talk about the Regalim at the end of the Parsha. It'll talk about Maeser Shani um, in the in the, the fifth Aliyah. Right? The Aliyahs that we read on the Shalosh Regalim themselves. It uh, these are these are very focused on Yushalayim, maybe to a certain degree Eretz Yisrael as a whole. But there are a couple other Mitzvahs in the Parsha, like Navi Sheker, like Irhani Dachas. So Navi Sheker is a false prophet. Irhani Dachas is if an entire city decides to worship a Vodazorim. And then we talk about that someone who tries to entice people away from Judaism, Masis. Do these things have as clear a focus on Yerushalayim? I'm not aware of that. And then, of course, the discussion we said of Kashrus, which is in Parakiyah Dalin. And the, the, the discussion of the repeat of the different animals are allowed to eat, not allowed to eat, and the birds that we cannot eat follows a discussion about practices of mourning. They don't strike me at face value. don't see uh, that having a direct link to Rishalayim. But we're talking about B'nai Israel as a uh, special group of people that needs a, to, to going to fulfill their mandate in a special place, and perhaps it fits a little bit better. And actually, if we go to the beginning of Parakeet Donald, we'll see some support for this as the pr- proper focus of um these mitzvahs. So, for example, the Ibn Ezra, in the first Pasuk of Parakid Dalad, mentions towards the end of this the comment that starts with the word Bonim, Tam Samach Parshas Lo Sechel Kotueva, 
the juxtaposition of kashras, the, the, the whole lengthy discussion of kashras, which is the bulk of Perikidalid, kiata am kadosh, your holy nation, belef vapeh, in heart and mouth, vatiyu muvdalim in amim. You should be separated from the nations. Anyone who sees you should recognize his chem. You don't make scratches, mutilations in mourning. You don't just eat anything. If you are, in fact, a holy nation, you shouldn't eat it. It should make your soul impure. And that mirrors the comments of the Swarno. Once again, in uh, the opening of this formula was in Pasuk Gimel. And he says that before Mountain Torah, people recognized the idea of a Tameh and a Tahar. They talk about Noah brought the Tameh and Tahar animals to the Teva, to the Ark. He says, but once meat has been allowed to be consumed after the flood, then there wasn't a distinction between Tameh and Tahar. They knew it was there, but they they weren't careful about it. Amnam, the last line of this formula, you are treasured nation from all the others ain't roy lechali yos nizam in a tummy it shouldn't be sustained from the tummy animals and the two of the hidamos lamizgo and then wrecks the physical structure physical makeup of a person so what has been said up until now that seems to fit nicely if the focus of the parsha might be on B'nai Israel's unique status not just Practices we need to follow when we get into Eretz Israel about eradicating Avodah Zorah, making sure we don't assimilate with other nations, conquering the land. Right? If the focus is okay, we are now you're now those holy people. So yes, part of being a holy people is the focus on place, Yerushalayim, the place Hashem chooses, and you have to offer your korbanos there once the base of Megiddo stands. It's not negotiable. It's a it's an avera if you don't. Very serious. I believe is punishable by Kares. But it's more than just the idea of place, it's the idea of what the place is. The place is a place where B'nai Israel can fulfill its sacred mission. And that is again helps view um Kashra's mourning practices. Again, focusing on mitzvahs that might apply specifically to Eretz Israel, Navi Sheker. Iranidachis, I don't believe, can occur outside of Eretz Yisrael. And then the, being Ola Regal, which is the end of the Parsha, the, 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 the pilgrimage festivals of Pesach and Shavuos and Sukkot. And it's interesting to me, Moshe is sort of recapping B'nai Israel's history in the Midbar. He talked about many of the episodes where they fell short. Yigala Zahav, the sin of the spies. He mentions Korach even. mentions uh, some of the other tr- times where B'nai Israel tried Hashem. What's missing from the discussion up until this point in Sefer Devarim is no discussion of the Mishkan, which took up several partios. There's no real discussion of Korbanos, which is most of Sefer Vayikra. And I wonder to a sense if those ideas, at least he's talking about sort of repeating everything. Again, he doesn't really repeat the focus on the Mishkan. Yes, yes, the Israel doesn't have to build the Mishkan again. 
So they're not going to, there's not necessarily a need for Moshe Rabbeinu to go over the different materials that are needed. But it's not even mentioned. Right? Or same thing, a question about Korbanos. It's again not mentioned. But then again, maybe it's mentioned in this week's Parsha. As does this week's Parsha not contain those ideas? The, the focus on place, which is the Oemoed, is the Mishkan, is the latter half of the book of Shmos. And then the idea that the korbanos that we bring in that place, they have to be in that place. We focus again on korbanos in, in Yerushalayim. And to an extent, although I don't think it's really said explicitly at all, the end to talk about the regalim is obviously a time when a great number of those korbanos are brought. And we have to go once again to Yerushalayim to do that. So obviously this wouldn't address the specific issue of the daily korbanos, but again, the idea of the focus on the place and that we are supposed to bring the korbanos to this place. And again, the idea, this is something Hashem has opened to Bnei Israel, And we'll take korbanos from non-Jewish people that can be offered. But Hashem is actively seeking out our offerings. And whatever deep significance lies in bringing those korbanos, Hashem has, wants us to do that, us, the, the Jewish people. And um, Re'eh should probably often fall out around the time of Rosh Chodesh Elul, time when we start to think about the Yom Nurayim, days of all Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And this seems like something that's quite relevant at the outset of that. Yes, there'll be time to figure out the things you did wrong. The things you need to improve and work on in the upcoming year. And the idea of reward and punishment, which is something that is discussed perhaps in Parshas Kisava, which is much closer to uh, Rosh Hashanah. And in Salva Mayelech further, which is usually between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. But at the outset of El, at the outset of this time of the year, the starting message is a message of recognizing your heights. And obviously that comes with the, the unfortunate lows. But Parshas A focus on Korbanos and the focus on, on Eretz Yisrael, Yerushalayim, the holiest places in the world, that's what we should aspire to. So with that, I wish you all a good Shabbos and a good Chodesh. Thanks for listening. See you next time.